On the Fit for Purpose podcast this week, I've got Adele Barker. She's the Chief People Officer of Pennon Group, which owns Southwest Water. And we're going to talk a little bit about the challenges of COVID for Southwest Water over the, the past year, but also then looking ahead to its role as a big employer in the region and everything it's doing around levelling up. But it's great to have you on, on the podcast, Adele. Tell us a little bit about how challenging COVID's been for Southwest Water over the past year. So thank you very much for inviting me on today. It's it's great to be able to come and talk um, about something that I'm very passionate about. And actually, that is our people. Um, uh, you know, we employ over 2000 people across Southwest Water and Pennon. And uh, I think it's very true to say that the worst of times brings out the best of people. Um, and I certainly have seen that. Uh, right across our business. So we are um, a business that provides critical infrastructure. You know, we have a huge responsibility and certainly during COVID to keep providing clean drinking water and the importance that that has had for people's physical and mental health, actually. So we've had key workers, perhaps the, the, the face of the key worker that many of the public may not necessarily have seen. Mm -hmm. uh, but ensuring that, you know, we've been able to keep our sites uh, COVID safe to enable people to carry out doing their jobs day in, day out um, has been, you know, incredibly difficult, notwithstanding the fact that actually, like many organisations, you know, we sent many people um, home to carry out their jobs on the sides of a table um, or uh, in the dining room um, or on their dressing table. Um, and that's been incredibly difficult. And I am full of awe of every single one of our employees that has kept going. Uh, you know, at the start, we never knew that it would carry on for this long. Um, and uh, actually, you know, I think we've emerged as a much stronger business uh, a much more collegiate business where collaboration and care for one another has really come to a fore. And it sounds from some of the discussions we've, we've had in the past that it's really brought to the fore that, you know, some, some dis decisions that you take as a company are values-led and values-driven. You know, there's a sort of sense of what's the right thing to do. And, and actually, in a way, it can be as simple as that at times. Yeah, absolutely, Justine. So, you know, I can remember having a conversation very early on uh, with our executive team about how we were going to manage employees through this period. Um, and, you know, actually what could have been quite a complicated, difficult conversation actually turned into a very simple one. And that was, we have got to do what's right. Uh, and that meant that actually right at the start, we said, we are not going to furlough any employee as much as we can, you know, avoid doing so. Uh, we recognise that some people are not going to be able to work through no fault of their own because they're either homeschooling or they are caring for someone who's got COVID or they've got symptoms or COVID themselves. And actually the only right decision for us during that period of time and to this day, has to been to continue to pay everybody on full pay, 
irrespective of the reason why they've not been in work. We've not furloughed anyone. And actually as well, we really thought about our wider responsibility to the communities. So, so that's, sorry, um, it's really interesting that you talk about the wider community. Tell us a little bit about, in practice, what's that meant for Southwest Water and Pennon? Yeah, so a couple of things in practice. So the first thing I'd say is, you know, when we first heard about the Kickstart scheme, uh, even before we really knew what that might mean for us as an employer, you know, we wanted to be part of that. You know, I was very conscious and everyone was incredibly conscious that even though as an organisation we were saying we wouldn't follow anyone and we would keep everybody in employment, you know, there were stories every single day as there were in the media and, you know, just horrific stories of people losing their livelihoods. And so anything that we could do as a responsible employer in the Southwest, where furlough rates were one of the highest in the country, we wanted to be part of. So we were an early signatory of the Kickstart scheme. Uh, you know, we are providing opportunities for 50 uh, disadvantaged um, young adults who are finding it hard to find employment elsewhere and do you know what they are some of the brightest most engaged people that I've ever met and so I'm really proud of the work that we've been able to do there but some of the other things that we've done from a community perspective has been to just think a bit more broadly we know that water poverty uh, is something that as a board we've wanted to eradicate and we have a plan to do so by 2025. But one of the other things that we've been able to do is in helping and educating vulnerable customers about some of the financial benefits that are available to them, particularly during this difficult time, we've been able to access and help uh, communities and customers access additional financial benefits for their household. So even if you know it might help them pay our bill, actually more importantly, it's helped them access and make just life in a very difficult circumstance that little bit more bearable. So we've been trying to think about different ways that we can play our role. And, and what has response been from the community on all of that? I mean, how have you found it, you know? Yeah, so I am, um, uh, so, I think, you know, water companies are going through a bit of a transformation, actually. Um, and, uh, you know, I think in the public consciousness now, you know, people want organisations to do the right thing. Uh, and so, you know, seeing that we are doing so, I think, helps us uh, and helps us with brand perception, but also, more importantly, helps us to be considered as a future employer for choice which perhaps might, you know, other people, perhaps in the past, uh, you know, young, ambitious, or, you know, just any, whatever your background is, is that you've actually probably thought that in order to go and get a meaningful career, you've had to go and work somewhere outside of the region. And that's, that's not, you know, that does not need to be the case. Um, and I think, you know, from a customer and community perspective, you know, we literally in the past six months have been putting together some plans with um, our regulator Offwat to uh, make additional investment uh, in the region to support the green recovery. Uh, and when we went and asked customers about those plans, uh, you know, we got overwhelming support. 
um, because they believe it's the right thing to do for customers, communities and the environment. And that's a good thing. Do you think part of the role you, you actually end up playing in communities is really educating them on the wider environmental challenges, but also then where Southwest Water fits into helping tackle them? Yeah, I think it's a really good point, Justine, and one that, uh, you know, we're certainly on a journey to doing more of. Um, you know, we have always, and certainly through lockdown, uh, you know, supported young people in education, educating them about water efficiency and the importance of water as a scarce resource. Um, and I certainly think through the pandemic, through the approach that we've taken with communities, you know, just as, you know, everyone is talking about uh, climate change, uh, the, you know, the race to net zero absolutely applies equally importantly to the water industry, you know, for the benefit in the environment. And, uh, you know, we absolutely, our purpose is all about supporting generations to come and allowing people to enjoy the places that they love. And certainly in the Southwest, being out and about in the environment and enjoying the environment, whether that's our beaches, or whether that's our rivers, um, you know, that, that, that has come far more into the public consciousness now than ever before. And this, this issue, I mean, obviously the Southwest, as a lot of people listening to this will know, is, is very rural. It does have some cities, but fundamentally it's, it's a very rural area. How much harder, is, harder does that make it for you as a, a water company to actually get the job done, as it were? Yeah, so um, it's not as hard as sometimes we might think ourselves. So certainly we have got in the region of 600 kind of local hub sites around the place. So actually from a mobility, a social mobility and a rural mobility perspective, it's actually easier for us to match uh, people to um, their rural economy and where they live. Um, and actually they then can live and work in the same place. But actually it's taken something like this and certainly the Kickstarter programme for us to really think about. So when we started the Kickstarter programme, we wanted to educate everybody here uh, where I am today in Exeter. Um, and actually when we looked at where many of the potential Kickstart placements were, uh, living, you know, they were right the the far ends, uh, right down to Cornwall um, and right up through Devon. And so, you know, we've had to think quite differently, but differently in the right way, because actually we can provide local employment for local people, um, as well as providing great careers for people that want to go on and have them. And, and this has just helped us think about that more. And of course, it's pretty worth talking about your own career. You're someone who did grow up in the, the Southwest region. So probably as passionate as anyone about making sure that there are opportunities on the doorstep for, for, for people there now. But tell us a little bit about, you know, your own journey, Adele. I think it'd be interesting just to get a sense of how you end up being chief people officer <laughs> of Pennant Group. 
Yeah, I sometimes have to keep pinching myself, um, Justine, uh, about the, um, you know, the wonderful opportunity that I have every day to make a difference to others' lives. But yes, you're right. I mean, I was born in the southwest. You might, uh, there might be a bit of a, a lilt there that you can hear. A little bit of one, yes. <laughs> in the way that I speak. Uh, I live today in the house that I grew up in, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, I was the first person in my family to go to university, and I say that not because of the fact that I went to university, but because of the fact that actually, um, you know, I very much uh, felt that there should never be any boundaries towards people getting access to whatever it was that they wanted to do. And that's why actually we have been an incredible supporter of both Kickstart and the apprenticeship programme, having offered over 650 apprenticeships since uh, I joined in 2017. Um, but, you know, so I, I, you know, so I did go to university, but what I then ended up doing is actually working in organisations in a very different field. So I've only moved into HR in the past, in the past uh, 10 years. So the formative part of my career was all about working in customer services. And what you realize after, and I, you know, I'm almost embarrassed to say that now, um, is that actually delivering great customer service is all about having great employees. Mm. And if you have great employees that you trust and that you treat in the right way, they absolutely will do the right things for customers. Uh, and so it was one of those chance opportunities for me to make that move into HR. And I can remember having a conversation with, uh, you know, I, the, the organisation that I worked in at the time and, um, you know, them having a conversation about me moving out of customer service. And I'd run, you know, big customer services teams are across eight, 10,000 people. Um, and, um, you know, ultimately... The reason why I moved into HR is because you do realize you can have the best products, you can have the best services, you can invest in the best systems. But actually, the key point of differentiation for any organization is about people. And that's why I moved into HR. And that's why I absolutely love what I do today, because if we get this right, we absolutely can make a massive difference, both to people who work with us and their families, but also the wider communities and ultimately, you know, businesses prosper. It's really inspiring and it's probably a good time now to talk a little bit about some of the work inside um, Southwest Water then, how you are making it this great place to work that really is steadily working through how to bring that alive for employees. I know it's for any business it's, it's a journey but it's certainly one that you know um southwest water has, has made a real start on i think it's fair to say in fact beyond a real start you know you're on a on a journey yes yes i mean it's it's a it's a term that gets used a lot but i actually think it's incredibly true um and you know i i think um i'm fortunate in that we have a new ceo uh, susan davy and i know justine you two have met um, and she has been uh, instrumental, absolutely, in 
uh, allowing us the headspace and the time and trusting us to do the right thing for uh, employees and future employees. So I think I said, you know, we are at the moment really focused on how we are bringing in the future capability. One of the benefits of living and working uh, in a regional business such as Southwest Water is that, you know, you've got huge heritage of um, brothers, sisters, fathers, daughters, you know, that have worked in the organisation for a long period of time and it's all they've ever known. But the downside of that is actually you do end up with somewhat of an aging population and keeping employees is absolutely something that we want to do, but attracting new ones is equally something that we need to focus on. So, you know, we've been incredibly supportive of uh, utilising our apprenticeship levy as much as we can. I mean, there's there's been a lot of talk about whether that is helpful or not, but I kind of decided it is what it is and we just need to make use of it. And so, you know, we are committed to bringing in 500 new apprentices over the next five years. Uh, the green recovery plans that I talked earlier about, uh, you know, building back greener um, and helping the whole levelling up, up agenda in the southwest will create an additional 500 new green jobs for people. Uh, and I want those to be local jobs. So we're working very closely with schools and colleges um, in the Southwest to start developing that pipeline. And it goes back further than that, actually, in terms of the education that we do in people in schools um, and how we start encouraging people to think about STEM subjects, but actually as well, you know, uh, people and planet has been incredibly, become incredibly important in people's consciousness now. And so, you know, we are able to be seen as, our, an, as an employer for choice because we're focused on the things that really matter to people today. Um, importantly, this year as well, we signed up and became a Living Wage Foundation employer. And I think that's a really important role that we can play in society is by providing people with a level of income as they start their careers or even if they are returning to careers and knowing that they can get paid a fair wage for everything that they do. And the important thing about the Living Wage Foundation, too, is that actually you work with your supply chain and your wider supply chain. And we have over 2000 employees, but actually, when you look at our wider supply chain, it's nearer 5000. And I suppose a lot of those people are in SMEs themselves. And yes, there's this big footprint that Southwest Water has in practice that goes well beyond the actual core company itself. Absolutely. And so, you know, working with our supply chain and helping our supply chain to be successful and to grow, you know, ultimately is a good thing that benefits everybody as well as Southwest Water. So, you know, it's a, it's a big responsibility, but it's absolutely the right thing to do. And I think the last thing I'd just say is on the whole levelling up social mobility is actually, you know, in the Southwest, um, you know, we might be forgiven for not having the most diverse of backgrounds, but actually we feel as a responsible employer that we have a responsibility too to help uh, that diversity build up both locally and as an employer so that we can deliver the best services that we can to our communities, but also that we are celebrating difference and that's something else that we really value. 
And obviously, I mean, another thing that you have really focused on, you very briefly mentioned this before, was apprenticeships and this sense of, you know, an increasingly joined up approach between the work you're doing with communities and schools, things like the Kickstart scheme, which although quite new, can be yeah. an amazing stepping stone to then allow someone to think about doing a full apprenticeship with Southwest Water and then getting into their career from that point onwards. So it, it feels like there's a real pipeline emerging there that you're building for those local roles for local people. Yes, absolutely. And, it, you know, it's it's a big jigsaw that we're just trying to put all the pieces together. So, you know, we absolutely want our Kickstarters to feel like this is not just a six month placement, um, uh, you know, that it actually provides them with an opportunity to become an apprentice. Uh, and that's certainly all of the work that my team are doing now is how do we encourage support and enable you know, every one of those Kickstarters to stay with us for the long term. I mean, one of the things that we have done as a responsible employer is at the moment, in terms of the government funding that you get for Kickstarters, um, you know, every employer gets a £500 um, cash bonus to, to use in whichever way you feel fit to, you know, to support the infrastructure around making that kickstart program successful and we actually have decided that we're going to give that 500 pounds to each of our kickstarters that complete their their um, placement with us mm-hmm. um and you know and we're doing that deliberately because we want them one to stay with us but two if we can get them through that whole um placement actually they stand a much better chance of getting uh, the next great job if that's not with us but it hopefully it will be with us. Um, and so that's another way in which we're choosing, you know, to live by our values, spend our money wisely, but put it where it's going to make most difference. And can you see a growing ecosystem almost of opportunity that Pennon um, and Southwest Water are really at the heart of where you have the supply chain? You know, you're out there in communities and actually you've got an ability to really connect people up through maybe your scale they can come in and do programs like the kickstart scheme they can do apprenticeships but even if you don't have the role actually you've got a big enough wider network of businesses that you work with that means you can actively probably help place them with opportunities uh, more widely absolutely i mean i i think one of the benefits of having a regional business is that you can absolutely just do that Um, And I think, you know, uh, even national businesses that have a regional footprint, uh, you know, I would be encouraging them to think about the same things that we think about day in, day out. Um, And you're right. I mean, you know, certainly one of the first things that we did uh, this year in terms of um, building a different kind of relationship with customers is that actually we gave customers the opportunity to... um, to either take shares in Penon, our parent company, mm-hmm. or to receive um, a reduction on their bill. And the whole part of that was about building a new relationship with customers. Um, and one in 16 households now in the Southwest chose uh, to become shareholders. And we're saying to customers, you know, you can hold us accountable. 
So we now hold public meetings, uh, obviously being held virtually at the moment, you know, and customers can come and talk to us about whatever they want. And I've been at every single one of those sessions thus far. And the amount of interest, so we thought that they would be very interested in their bill uh, or, you know, what services they were getting. But actually, when I've spoken about the work we're doing around apprenticeship schemes or the Kickstarters, that actually is where we have seen customers most animated. Uh, and it's been really benefit, you know, it's really helped me think about the important role that we're playing in society. I think it's interesting because in a sense, it may well be for very understandable reasons that a company like Southwest Water, you know, any company really is always going to be focused on making sure it doesn't make mistakes and that the things that go wrong are dealt with quickly. But actually, what you paint is a really interesting picture of actually the reality is consumers are also really interested customers in what you can do to help things go right and that bigger world that you're working at how you fit in with and that's something that they really welcome when they see companies taking those bigger challenges and then thinking right where do we fit in they massively appreciate that yeah, I I completely agree with that, Justine. I mean, I, I you know I think we've been I think we're we're lucky in the respect that we can have that regional focus. But you're right; it doesn't matter what the topic is, um, you know. And certainly, we found this when we went out and consulted customers around the green recovery plan, which ultimately means that we will spend more money. Um, and ultimately in time could mean that customers' bills increase in order to pay for improved infrastructure. Um, but actually, you know, overwhelmingly, customers wanted to be involved in the debate. They wanted to feel like they had a say. And they also want to feel that we are spending that money wisely on their communities. Um, and one of the other things that we have done more recently is set up two new community funds. One community fund is about encouraging customers and communities to save water. So whether that is, you know, a group of people in a community that have an allotment, uh, but they want to get some water butts, um, you know, there's funding available for them. And the other thing that we've been doing with the community fund is putting community funds and neighborhood fund into charities or local um, arrangements whereby people are just trying to do the right thing by their community. Um, and we've been overwhelmed by uh, people coming forward and saying, you know, we've got a great idea, can you help? And the other thing that we're also doing with that is, is getting our employees involved in helping them solve that too. So every employee in Pennon and Southwest Water can give an hour uh, to go and get involved in some of those community projects too. It's fantastic. And of course, post-COVID, you know, for your employees, as for all of us, you know, life's changing again and it may well be that the sort of working patterns we've had before are going to be different. How do you feel for Southwest Water, that whole hybrid working splitting between home and the office? You have a lot of lots of people out, obviously, in the field, but for those that are more, you know, office-based, how are you looking at looking at that as a business? Yeah, so it's an absolute challenge, isn't it, that most uh, businesses and organizations are grappling with. 
uh, now. I mean, one of the things we absolutely have learned through the pandemic is to not rush into making a big decision quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are taking our time uh, to think about what's right. But we do see absolutely, you know, the flexibility that we have seen in our employees and the way that they have stood up uh, and delivered in under very difficult circumstances means that why wouldn't we want to afford them the opportunity for that flexibility going forward? I mean, there are some very practical reasons why a flexible workforce or being able for employees to choose where they work flexibly is a good thing. And that becomes when you are trying to attract talent. So we talked earlier on about, you know, I was born in the Southwest and I live in the Southwest, but actually, you know, sometimes uh, people have felt the need to move in order to earn a living or to progress their careers. And actually this flexible working opportunity does give people more opportunity to stay living where they're living, stay living in the community that they love, stay living around their friends and family that have meant so much to them. And they could still end up working for an employer you know, across the piece. And I think that then forces every empl employer to step up I think it's I think it's really, really inspiring. And as you look ahead, I mean, effectively now you are probably going to be going through a phase of bringing in those people that will really take Southwest Water forward in the future. You know, you've got a workforce like many of the water companies where perhaps people are getting towards the there's a cadre of people who love the industry, have been in it for years and also getting towards retirement now it's almost a chance to bring in that that really new blood, fresh thinking, that whole generation of people who are going to be in the company, but really playing those roles of taking care of that local environment, protecting supplies, all of that for the future, isn't it? So it's an exciting time. It is. It is. I, I think it's a, you know, I... I actually, whilst it's been hard, I think the last 12 months, I think there is far more opportunity that's come from this than perhaps we might first have realised. Interesting. Well, look, um, fantastic to talk. Really, really good. I've got one final question, actually, Adele, which I, I'd be really interested in your, your response to. Obviously, a career where you've done lots of different things, but people always at the heart of it. But if you were giving some advice to a younger version of Adele, like your young Adele, uh, before any of that's begun, what sort of advice do you think you'd give yourself now if you were still at school and thinking about what to do with all of all of your journey? What's the advice you'd give yourself? Oh, so I think the, the biggest piece of advice I would um, I would give myself is nothing is a barrier at all. Uh, so, um, you know, whether that is you know, where you want to work, what your aspiration is in life, or what you want to focus on, or whether you perceive you have a difference um, or a disability. And it might surprise you, Justine, to know talking today, and you and I have known uh, each other for probably about eight months now and, and spoken a number of times, but I'm actually partially sighted. Mm -hmm. I don't um, know and became partially sighted only three years ago, working at Penon um, through um, an illness. Um, and uh, I could have given up at that point, actually, because it was, you know, 
I'd, I'd lived quite a lot of my life <laughs> uh, having a perfectly good eyesight and then find myself not. But actually the support that I got from my colleagues at work, uh, my family and my support network has just reaffirmed my faith that whatever you want to achieve in life, whatever challenge you have, uh, whatever disability or difference you have, should never stand in the way of going after what you want. Brilliant advice. There you go. It is possible, ultimately. Look, Adele, it's been fantastic having you on the podcast. Really looking forward to the work we've kicked off with Penn and Group and Southwest Water, pulling together your levelling up strategy and, and, and what you're going to be doing as a major employer in the Southwest to really drive levelling up. It's fantastic stuff. You, you, you've got an amazing foundation of work that's already underway and yeah exciting times ahead thank you so much